Okay, it's uh, 23 July, Sunday. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. It's entitled, Seek Your Local Pet Groomer. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay, um, we've got some people visiting with uh, Mike and Roy today. It's Laura and... Lori. Lori. Bill. Bill, that's right. Okay, it's good to have both of you here. I welcome you. And then we also have John and Kathy for the fourth time come to Sarasota. They, they just love the punishment. And uh, when they come, they go to the projects and assist in the projects. And uh, so that's something that is always... You know, it's got my heart because we've been doing that now for 17 years without missing a single Saturday. Uh, that's as a group. As individuals, we do miss time. I missed this Saturday because I had on Thursday, was it, or Friday? It was Friday. Uh, John and Kathy came over and we were talking and I, I said, I smell something. I couldn't figure out what it was. And I thought, you know, what's going on? And then finally I figured it out. We were getting fumes in the house because all of the, our house was built 75 years ago. Uh, actually, 74 years ago. We, uh, my grandpa moved here 75 years ago, but 74 years ago the house w- was built. And the uh, iron pipes, all of the sewer side of the iron pipes burst, all of them. And so I've been spending the past few days, and I've got a lot more to do this week, of tearing walls out and getting ready for them to come in and replace all of them. I mean, one of them went bad, and then they all just split. Just some of them are split so much, I don't know how they're even hanging without collapsing. So uh, it's there you go. Sorry I wasn't in the projects with you guys, but it's wonderful to have you here. They're all the way from Arkansas, and... Uh, it's probably actually cooler here than it is there. I know it gets very hot in Arkansas, but the difference is, um, for people that don't know how oppressive the humidity is in Florida, uh, it's 89 degrees, and they say the humidity takes it up to like 110 on the scale. But the problem this year is that it was 89 degrees yesterday at my house. I don't know inland. It's usually a little hotter. But at 12 o'clock last night, it was 89 degrees. It did not go down one degree overnight. Uh, until about 3 o'clock, then it got down to 86. So it's been a little hot around here, and uh, so you're brave enough just coming, and then you come during the summer when it's really oppressive. But there you go. Okay, we got some news from Israel today. From Haaretz, revealed Israel supplies Philippines with advanced intelligence planes. Israeli defense contractor Elbit Systems announced that it won a $114 million contract to supply two long-range patrol planes to an unnamed Asian Pacific country. The contract between Elbit and the now-named Philippines will be fulfilled over the course of five years, during which time the company will supply two long-range maritime patrol aircraft based on ATR-72-600 planes manufactured by the Italian company Leonardo. Each plane will be equipped with Elbit's mission management systems, which include photography capabilities, radar signaling, cyber and signal intelligence gathering solutions, advanced communications, and more. 
Elbit has supplied special mission aircraft to various countries worldwide for over a decade. This new contract expands the range of the platforms and solutions we offer our customers. Referring to the fact that this marks the first time Elbit is integrating its advanced systems into the ATR-72-600 aircraft. The planes will be transferred to the 300th Air Intel and Security Wing. This unit also operates Elbit's Hermes 450 and Hermes 900 drones. The Philippines is one of the Israeli arms industry's most prominent customers. In recent years, it has purchased radars from IAI, Rafael made Spider mobile interceptors and anti-tank spike missiles, as well as light Sabra model tanks made by Elbit. Um, this type of plane is probably not unlike our AWACS. It's probably not as advanced, but I can tell you, I was on an AWACS plane, uh, it had to have been about 1989, and I was not given access to anything classified. They would say, you can go down now, they've turned off this or that, but I got to walk over the entire plane, and the things that were not classified were so incredible, I couldn't believe it. And that was how many, 20, 25, 30 years ago, whatever. I can't even imagine what they can do now. Plus, they have J-Stars and all of the other things. But Elbit is probably putting out some pretty interesting stuff themselves. All right, from the Times of Israel, several reserve pilots tell Air Force Chief they won't train over the judicial overhaul. They're pushing forward with the judicial overhaul despite Biden's protestations, which shouldn't matter at all because, you know, what they're doing in Israel is just trying to bring it more in line with the way the U.S. is run. Okay, right now the left is so in control of the court system that they can pretty much run the country apart from the people's votes. And all they're trying to do is get things settled out comparable to what the U.S. is. But hearing the left in this nation and in Israel, you would think that they were a bunch of, and I'm going to use the term, Nazis. You would think that because they're they're so right-wing and but they're not. But um, these reservists, and I read an article yesterday, I think it's uh, 1,290. I may be wrong on the number. Reservists say they will not serve now. Anyway, Netanyahu said from the Times of Israel, Netanyahu said, refusing to halt, overhaul, push, we can do without a few squadrons. He doesn't care. He's going to run this country the way that he sees is proper. And if those people don't want to serve, that's fine with him. Prime Minister Netanyahu will reportedly refuse to halt legislation for his controversial judicial overhaul, even in the face of a mass refusal by reservists, and is said to have told confidence that Israel can survive without a few squadrons. The country can get by without a few Air Force squadrons, but not without a government, Netanyahu reportedly said. Ending the legislation has one meaning, and that is that there is no point in having an executive authority as it can't do anything. Netanyahu was quoted saying, uh, the coalition is expected to push through its reasonableness law, which would severely curtail judicial oversight over the government in the next two weeks. So they're going to start that. They've actually started it, but I believe it's tomorrow that they're going to have a vote on the first part of this. And I hope they go through completely. Just ignore the U.S. If we're going to treat them the way that we've treated them in the past year or so, then I would just ignore the U.S. completely. I mean, Biden has not invited that guy since he was elected prime minister. He won't talk to him. And when he does talk to him, it's condescending. So as far as I'm concerned, Israel can find its own allies elsewhere. Hey, Chief, I heard a breakdown. Yeah. And they said that all those numbers are so incredibly inflated because... 
they are retired. Oh, yes, that's right. A lot of retirees. Some of them are just made up. Like Oh, I'm sure of it. And Netanyahu knows that. They said it's like 200 yeah, that's right. Netanyahu knows that, but that's was the numbers. What she's saying is that there are a lot of people that uh, uh, are claiming they're reservists and they're not. There's, you know, it's a typical left tactics. That's all it is. It's just yeah. deceitfulness. But even if it was 1,200 people, it wouldn't make any difference. When the ball drops and people attack Israel, those people will go and fight because they've got nowhere else to go. So that's the situation. From Israel today, Jerusalem surgeons reattach boy's head after internal decapitation. I don't know if you've heard about this, but uh, young people are prone to this type of thing, and it's usually fatal. You get internal decapitation. Uh, This is uh, Israel reattaching an Arab boy's head. Okay, if it was the other way around, they'd let the child die. A car hit uh, Suleiman Hassan, a 12-year-old Arab from the Judea and Samaria region, as he rode his bike. The Jerusalem hospital announced after he was airlifted to Hadassah's trauma unit, Doctors discovered that the ligaments holding the rear base of his skull were severely damaged, leaving it disconnected from the top vertebrae of his spine. The injury is extremely rare, but we do know that because children between ages 4 and 10 have had heads that are large in relation to their bodies, they are more susceptible than adults. We fought for the boy's life, Inav added. While in the operating room, we used new plates and fixations in the damaged area. Our ability to save the child was thanks to our knowledge and the most innovative technology in the operating room. Showing no neurologic or motor deficiencies, Hassan was recently discharged from the hospital. Hadassah doctors will continue to monitor him. Thanks to you, he regained his life even when the odds were low and the danger was obvious. What saved him were the professionalism, technology, and quick decision-making by the trauma and orthopedics team, the Palestinian father said. Good job. Got some news from Christianity. From NTD, appeals court rules Catholic private school allowed to fire counselor over her same-sex marriage. One after another, we're having victories in this area in America right now. A federal appeals court has ruled that a private Catholic high school in Indiana had the right to not continue employing two different guidance counselors who had entered into marriages that conflicted with the school's religious principles. A three-judge panel on the U.S. Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals ruled unanimously that the Ron Colley High School, the private Catholic school, could terminate its employment relationship with guidance counselors Michelle Fitzgerald and Lynn Starkey after learning that both had entered into respective same-sex marriages. These people go purposefully and get jobs in places like this to undermine our rights. These are purposeful things they're doing. Uh, I doubt if that will be appealed. I could be wrong, but I would doubt it because they have no friend on the Supreme Court. And so my guess is that this is going to stand just as it is. From religion news, Geneva College soccer coach fired after expressing support for LGBTQ people. Good. The woman's soccer coach at a Christian university near Pittsburgh was fired last month after she posted to Instagram two messages affirming the value of queer people. Kelsey Morrison was escorted off campus of Geneva College in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. She identifies as gay, but remains celibate in keeping with the school's code. I don't believe that for the life of me, but which their code forbids sex outside of heterosexual marriage. From Breitbart, 
left-wing United Church of Christ resolution claims abortion is health care. The resolution, which affirms the supposed right of all people to access reproductive health care, including contraception and abortion, passed with a vote of 611 in favor, only 24 against, and 13 abstaining. That is a church that has gone completely apostate. That's just completely, it's done. The resolution claims that forced birth is an act of sexual violence, and the choice to have and care for children is a sacred decision which should not be forced upon anyone. Well, I've got a very easy solution to that, which I won't say because it's a bit crass, but you can imagine what I'm thinking. (laughs) From the Christian Post, United Church of Christ, this is another article on the same issue. United Church of Christ urges churches to help pregnant people get abortions. The UCC resolution claimed that a majority of Americans, does anybody know what a problem with that is? Well, a majority of Americans is irrelevant. That's a fallacy known as from popularity. doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't make any difference at all if they all think that way. If it's wrong, it's wrong. A majority of Americans support legal abortion in all or most cases. And that state abortions can threaten the lives of pregnant people. They won't even say pregnant women anymore. This is a church that has no morals at all. None. Zero. As well as deepen unequal access to comprehensive reproductive care for minority communities. The resolution urges the United Church Board Ministerial Assistance to provide emergency grants to any UCC medical beneficiaries and other eligible applicants to cover out-of-pocket costs and travel costs incurred by accessing care not available in their home state. In other words, your money that you give to that church is now going to be used to murder children. From CNA, future Portuguese cardinal on YWD. We don't want to convert young people to Christ. Yes. Bishop Americo Aguar, the head of World Youth Day, Lisbon 2023, who will be created a cardinal. I'm sorry, man doesn't create anything. He'll be made a cardinal, but uh, a cardinal by Pope Francis in September. He says, we don't want to convert young people to Christ. For the cardinal designate, the goal is to enable each young person to say, I think differently. I feel differently. I organize my life in a different way. But we are brothers and we go together to build the future. This is the main mission of this encounter with the living Christ that the Pope wants to provide to young people. We don't want to convert the young people to Christ or to the Catholic Church or anything like that at all, Aguirre continued. Well, the first one I disagree with, the second one I wholeheartedly agree with. We need them converted to Christ, but definitely not to the Catholic Church. We want it to be normal for a young Catholic Christian to say and bear witness to who he is or for a young Muslim, Jew, or of another religion to also have no problem saying who he is and bearing witness to it. And for a young person who has no religion to feel welcome and to perhaps not feel strange for thinking in a different way. The prelate stre- Now, this is a guy that's going to be ordained as a cardinal. Or did I say a bishop? What did I say here? Cardinal. A cardinal in the Roman Catholic Church. 
the prelate stressed that it is important that we all understand that differences are a richness and the world will be objectively better if we are capable of placing in the hearts of all young people this certainty of fratelli tutti, tutti frutti, brothers all, that the Pope has made enormous efforts so that this enters the hearts of all. They said nothing and they just disgraced 2,000 years of Christ's work in the world by saying that. Absolutely disgusting. Okay, we got some news from the Mideast and Africa today from Fox. Iran moves toward possible atom bomb test in defiance of Western sanctions. A fresh batch of damning European intelligence reports reveals that Iran sought to bypass U.S. and EU sanctions to secure technology for its nuclear weapons program with a view toward testing an atomic bomb. According to MEMRI, which first published translations of the Intel document on its website, the security agencies of Sweden, the Netherlands, and Germany, all three of them, revealed sensitive data during the first six months of 2023 on the Iranian regime's illicit nuclear weapons proliferation activities. Nothing from the U.S. government on this. They're hiding these things, and yet three European nations can come out and say this is that close. The reports mainly cover Iran's alleged illegal conduct in 2022. The most shocking revelation in the trove of intelligence data was from the Netherlands General and Intel Security Service that determined Iran's astonishingly fast development of weapons-grade uranium brings the option of a possible Iranian first nuclear test closer. Last year, Iran proceeded with its nuclear program. The country continues to increase stocks of 20 and 60% enriched uranium. By means of centrifuges, this can be further enriched to the 90% enriched uranium needed for a nuclear weapon. According to the Netherlands intelligence report, Iran is further ignoring the agreements that were made within the framework of the JCPOA and by deploying increasingly more sophisticated uranium enrichment centrifuges, it is enlarging its enrichment capacity. From the AP, Indonesia seizes Iranian tanker for suspected illegal oil transfer in its territorial waters. Now, they know when a ship leaves Iran. They know every ship that has ever left Iran since we've had satellites in the sky. And they're doing absolutely nothing about it. And it takes Indonesia to do something about it. The Iranian-flagged MT Arman 114 transporting 2.3 million barrels of crude oil worth $305 million was seized while carrying out illegal transshipment of oil to the Cameroon-flagged tanker MTS Tinas in Indonesia's exclusive economic zone near Natuna waters. So we've got Cameroon, we're going to meet you over in Indonesian waters. We'll be down there at this time, we'll offload, you can go back to Cameroon with your oil totally against the law. They know every single ship that Iran has set out and they're doing nothing. An Indonesian Coast Guard vessel detected suspicious activities at dawn and tried to approach the two tankers. The Iranian tanker fled toward Malaysian territorial waters. So now they're trying to get away from Indonesia into other waters so that they have no jurisdiction because Malaysia is not going to come out because they don't see what's going on. So 
as they were fleeing the territorial waters, spilling oil as the hose connecting the two tankers came loose. So they just took off with it pumping all over in the ocean. So much for climate change, so much for caring about the climate. They could avoid all of this if they would just impose the sanctions, but they're not willing to do so because we've got a loser up in the White House right now. The tanker ignored various signals to stop, ranging from horns and warnings via loudspeakers to shots in the air. The Iranian tanker, which was also carrying three passengers besides its crew, was later arrested by Indonesian Coast Guard with the help of its Malaysian counterpart. Whoops, they didn't know that Malaysia would actually help them. The Cameroon-flagged tanker managed to escape. The tanker was facing a variety of violations, including not displaying a national flag, shutting off their identification systems, anchoring illegally, as well as the illegal transfer of fuel between ships and spilling oil. Mail Online. All Muslim Michigan Council votes to remove, good for them, two commissioners who broke new rule banning flying of pride flags on city property. I talked about them two or three weeks ago, an all Muslim council up there in, I can't pronounce it, Hamtrank or whatever it is, Michigan. They outlawed any other flags except they said, we will stand, this, these are Muslims, we will stand only for the United States flag. That. Now, these are Muslims. These aren't the people that are all over the left governments around. They won't even put the American flag out anymore. They said, we will only stand for the American flag. And then when somebody tried putting up a pride flag, two commissioners, out you go. In June, Hamtrank uh, Council banned pride flags from publicly owned flagpoles. Russ Gordon and Kathy Stockpool were removed for having defied the rule of law. They have been removed from the city's Human Relations Commission. I think I said they're commissioners, but they're on the commission. So good for them. Now something interesting from Mongolia. Well, it's not really interesting, but it's something from Mongolia. From CNA, Vatican releases schedule for Pope Francis's Mongolia visit in September. He's going to arrive 10 a.m. September 1st. 12 p.m. He will leave September 4th. Uh, the, uh, they're going to have to clean the nation after this. The uh, press office noted that the Pope's presence will provide a sense of immense hope and encouragement to the nation's small Catholic population and can offer a sign of hope for the universal church. He won't get any of that from Charlie Garrett, I'll tell you that. That guy is so apostate that it is unbelievable. It's just terrible. I, I can't even imagine what he's going to tell him. Don't evangelize anybody while you're here. Just send your ties up to Rome. the Vatican. Yeah, send it to Rome. It's just terrible. I Just unbelievable, this world. Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. What do we got there? From JNS, Israeli researchers induce cancer cells to commit suicide. This is good news, but it's using a technology which I'm a little questionable about. The research team encoded a toxin produced by bacteria into mRNA molecules. These mRNA particles were directly delivered to cancer cells, triggering these cells to produce the toxin which ultimately led to their demise. The findings of their study were recently published in peer-reviewed journal uh, Theranostics. Unlike with chemotherapy treatment, the toxins did not harm nearby cells. Our idea was to deliver safe mRNA molecules encoded for a bacterial toxin directly to the cancer cells, inducing these cells to actually produce the toxin that will later kill them. It's like placing a Trojan horse inside the cancer cell. 
First, the research team encoded the genetic information of the toxic protein produced by bacteria of the Pseudomonas family into mRNA molecules resembling the procedure in which genetic information of COVID-19's spike protein was encoded into mRNA molecules to create the coronavirus vaccine. The mRNA molecules were then packaged in lipid nanoparticles for delivery to the cancer cells. To ensure that the instructions for producing the toxin would reach the targeted cancer cells, the lipid nanoparticles were coated with antibodies. The molecules were tested by injecting them into the tumors of animal models with melanoma skin cancer. The researchers found that after a single injection, between 44 to 60 percent of the cancer cells vanished. When the cancer cell reads the recipe at the other end, it starts to produce the toxin as if it were the bacteria itself. And this self-produced toxin eventually kills it. Thus, with a simple injection to the tumor bed, we can cause cancer cells to commit suicide without damaging healthy cells. Moreover, cancer cells cannot develop resistance to our technology as often happens with chemotherapy because we can always use a different natural toxin. Good stuff. Very, in, very inventive. Let's see here. It's a, it's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of from the New York Post. Deadly typhus spread by bug bites is now found in the United States. Scientists from the CDC discovered that chiggers, you don't want to be around chiggers anyway, but now you can die from them, uh, also called trombosulid mites or berry bugs in North Carolina parks are infected with the bacteria that causes scrub typhus, which can cause severe multi-organ failure if not treated promptly. The illness has a fatality rate of up to 70% without medical attention. And the disease was formerly seen only in what's called the Tsutsugamushi Triangle, an area of the Asia-Pacific region named for the Orientia Tsutsugamushi bacteria that causes the illness. This is the first time that scrub typhus has been detected in the free-living chigger in the United States. Mites carrying the O. Tsutsugamushi bacteria were found throughout North Carolina from the coastal area at Merchant's Mill Pond State Park to Morrow Mountain State Park farther west. So you talk about revelation plagues and how the end of times there's going to be all these diseases and plagues and everything. It's all being set up right now. From Axios, El Nino likely to be moderate to strong while roiling the climate. Okay, I said this a while ago, maybe it was last week, maybe it was two weeks ago, that everything that's happening this year, that the news services going ballistic over was said like nine months ago, we're going to have a strong El Nino this year. The temperatures are going to be higher, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, El Nino is something that has been happening forever. That's why they call it El Nino. It's because the Spanish recognize the pattern. It comes, it starts coming about the time of the boy, El Nino, Jesus. And so they knew that it was coming and it's developing. Okay. So when you see all this nonsense about climate change and how the whole country is falling apart, and the whole world is falling apart, it was expected. But we'll go on. El Nino conditions are only slowly gathering strength in the tropical Pacific Ocean, but the NOAA expects the event is likely to peak at a moderate to strong intensity by the fall and winter. Moderate to strong, not extreme, just it's a regular one. The natural climate cycle, 
It's not something unnatural. The natural climate cycle is already boosting global average surface temperatures and contributing to unprecedented extreme weather events. They admit that it's a natural cycle. And then they go out and they say that we have climate change and we've got to save the world. Don't be fooled by these people. These trends are likely to be even more noteworthy into next year. The latest El Nino update from NOAA's Climate Prediction Center shows that weak El Nino conditions continue to be present. Still, the air and sea are not yet fully marching in lockstep across the equatorial tropical Pacific Ocean. Stronger air and sea coupling, as meteorologists refer to it, would be required for the cycle to intensify. This can occur quickly. However, the agency gives the El Nino greater than 90% odds of continuing through the northern hemisphere winter. So it's going to be a 90% that it's going to continue all the way through the winter. The NOAA puts the chances for a moderate to strong El Nino event during the November-January period at about 81%. The new bulletin plays down the likelihood of a historically strong El Nino event this year, assigning the odds of such an outcome at 1 in 5. So there you go. From the Metro, Cyprus becoming island of dead cats after 300,000 die from feline coronavirus. From the Federalist, I got a couple moans out of that one, especially from my mother, who's got like 8,000 cat. You know the crazy cat ladies? I've got a crazy cat mother, a crazy cat brother, and another crazy cat brother. So, And then I'm the only normal one with dogs in the house. So, <laughs> From the Federalist, my family's not crazy. I love my mommy. Okay. Um, Low-risk medical school students are being forced to get the COVID booster. The COVID-19 bivalent booster is being forced on low-risk medical students while the CDC and hospital workers are not mandated to receive it. Yeah, CDC never had to get it, ever. But everybody else in the country was forced and medical students are still forced. Morality is declining from Mail Online. Uh, this first title here, I'm going to read it to you. This is just nonsense. Every day is hell. I'm done. 47-year-old woman who has been battling anorexia, and yeah, she's a bone. I will admit it. But she's been battling anorexia for 40 years and weighs just 92 pounds, which is heavier than my wife. I mean, Hedica's only like 84 pounds or something. So, I mean, she's got meat on her bones still compared to my wife, and she's not anorexic. Nobody can eat as much as... Have everybody seen my wife eat? She can eat a lot. Okay. She's just very small and keeps it down. So um, she reveals she plans to die as soon as Canada implements new assisted death laws. What do you think about that? She's got anorexia for 40 years and she plans to die as soon as the death laws are enacted. This is an agenda. This is somebody that's already on the left, wants to support this agenda. If she said every day is hell for 40 years and I want to die, she would have gone and jumped off a bridge. Okay, this is nonsense. And I, as bad as I feel about the mental state of this person, a human being, this is an agenda that is being pushed yeah. from the Gateway Pundit. Scotland, non-binary man found guilty of indecent assault of a minor given no jail time despite being a repeat sex offender. Gateway Pundit, UK, convicted pedophile who abused daughter released from jail after he identifies as transgender. Yeah, it's okay now. Mail Online, transgender runner, 49, 49 years old. Listen to this. 
wins women's 400 meter bronze medal at the World Para Athletics Championships in Paris is 18 years older than any of, it says her, I'm going to say his competitors. 18 years older. This shows you how unfair this is and the destruction of women's lives that want to achieve something in life and they can no longer do it. Some old guy says, I'm a girl now, and he runs and he beats them. Gateway Pundit, biological men banned from competing as women in global cycling. They will now compete in a new category. One victory. If you are not a biological woman, you will not be competing in global cycling. But they have a new category. It's called the loser category. You've got men's cycling, you've got women's cycling, and you've got losers. Yeah. Male Online, pink-haired Portland surgeon who performs sex change surgery on trans children admits they face a lifetime of infertility, incontinence, and sexual dissatisfaction in a now deleted video. He admitted it right on the video. These people are going to be incontinent for the rest of their lives. They will not be able to participate in uniting with another person properly ever. And they're destroying these people and he's laughing about it on this video. And this is just one of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deficient, demented doctors in this nation that are doing this to human life from just the news. Sorority members say they were told to change the definition of woman to allow transgender to join. Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority sisters said their national sorority headquarters told them to change their definition of a woman in order to allow a transgender woman to a transgender man to join their chapter at the University of Wyoming. The sorority sisters are now involved in a lawsuit, good girls, against Kappa's national leadership after it approved Artemis Langford, a biological male who identifies as a woman as a member of the Wyoming chapter in fall 2022. When we brought up privacy and safety concerns, we were either ignored or told to be quiet and change our definition of a woman. Eight Wyoming sorority sisters wrote in an op-ed, we have a simple claim. We were promised an all-female experience, and we have the legal right to that. Kappa Kappa Gamma's bylaws restrict membership to women. Good. Yeah, good for them. New York Post. This is, a, this is an American hero here. Michigan Hair Salon refuses transgender customers, she says, for them to seek services at the local pet groomer. <laughs> Studio 8 Hair Lab. A Traverse City-based hair salon made the claim in a post seemingly spurred by news of a U.S. Supreme Court decision in favor of a Christian graphic designer seeking the right to refuse to work with gay couples. If a human identifies as anything other than a man or woman, please seek services at a local pet groomer. You are not welcome at this salon. American hero. Okay, we got some other news here from Breitbart. Deranged, knife-wielding man accused of stalking in New York City freed without bail. Prosecutors in the case recommended the so-called deranged individual identified as 22-year-old Decon Masia be released. These are the prosecutors. Officials charged him with menacing, harassment, and criminal possession of a weapon. Those charges are not eligible for bail. The judge granted the release, but said the highest level of monitoring is appropriate regarding this individual. 
He's not even eligible for bail. They just let him out. And now he says he'll be monitored. Watch this guy go out and actually kill somebody and there will be no accountability for it. When the initial incident happened Wednesday, a photographer took a picture of the suspect holding a knife while standing right behind performers during the crossroads of the world event. The image shows the suspect holding the knife in one hand while keeping the other on a performer's shoulders. He's threatening him like this. From Zero Hedge, homicides soar 96% in Washington state after passage of gun restrictions. According to a report released July 10th, the rate of murders, violence, and property crimes rose across Washington state in 2022, while the number of law enforcement officers available to respond and protect citizens decreased. Specifically, the report revealed there were 394 murders in 2022, an increase of 16.6% over 2021, and the highest number of murders since the WASPC began recording this data in 1980. In addition, homicides increased 96% since 2019, and violent crimes increased by 8.9%. During a July 10th press briefing, WASPC Executive Director Steve Strachan said that residents are more concerned about crime because it's starting to affect them in a real way in their real life. While the total population of Washington state increased by 93,262, the number of law enforcement officers decreased from 10,736 to 10,666. There's that number again, 666. And that was in 2021. This placed Washington in last place nationwide for the number of officers per thousand residents. Nationwide, the very least. There are also 2,375 reported cases of officers assaulted in 2022, an increase of 20.7%. Two officers were killed on duty. In the meantime, Seattle City Council cut the police budget by nearly 20% in 2020, falling short of their goal to gut law enforcement funding by 50%. According to reports, the agency has been in a tailspin ever since. Okay, another retired cop that attends online emailed me this week, and he told me exactly what I said about uh, another retired cop in the, uh, uh, the church here, is that if you are in close quarters, you are much better off with a knife than with a gun. And he emailed me and he said that in their police department, which is in Washington State, by the way, he said that um, uh, he was told you run towards a gun and away from a knife because knives are so dangerous. They're so damaging to human flesh and the chances of recovery are much less. So if you are in close quarters and you need to defend yourself, you're better off with a knife. And if the guy has a gun, you run towards it. So the bullet's hitting you faster. Maybe it'll go through you or something. That was a joke, okay? Anyway. From the Military Times, military families less likely to recommend joining up. Survey finds. Yeah. The number of military personnel and veterans who would recommend joining the armed forces has dropped in the past two years. Oh, what happened two years ago? Oh. A waning enthusiasm that could threaten national security. The 2021 Military Family Support Programming Survey, which involved 8,638 active duty members, retirees, dependents, and veterans, found that while 63% of those surveyed would recommend military life to someone considering, that number was down from 75% in 2019. 
The survey also found that enlisted members and their spouses were significantly less inclined to recommend military service than officers and their families. Well, I can tell you why that is. It's because they have officers that are transgender now telling the enlisted what to do. That's absolutely crazy. The change is concerning because increasingly more members of the armed services are the children of either serving personnel or veterans. According to Army Recruiting Command, 79% of recruits in 2019 had a relative who served. Bad times here. And then, of course, um, uh, we have a new Navy commander, commander over the whole Navy. Biden refused the recommendation of the Navy officers, and instead he picked somebody totally unqualified, a female, and put her in charge of the Navy. So there you go with that. From the Gateway Pundit, Nobel winner in science, Dr. John Clauser, there is no climate crisis threatening the planet. Nobel laureate in physics John Clauser lashed out at the science heretics who continued to push global warming and who threatened the well-being of billions of people. Clauser criticized the prevalent climate models as being unreliable and not accounting for the dramatic temperature stabilizing feedback of clouds, which he says is more than 50 times as powerful as the radiative forcing effect of CO2. Clauser believes there is no climate crisis threatening the planet. Along with two others, Dr. Clauser, an experimental and theoretical physicist, was the 2022 recipient of the Nobel Prize for work done in the 1970s that showed quantum entanglement allowed particles such as photons effectively to interact at great distances, seemingly to require communication exceeding the speed of light. He's not a dummy, in other words. From Fox. FBI funding slashed by $1 billion in legislation moving closer to a House vote. This is the past week. I don't know if it's been voted on yet, but they, in their recommendation, slashed a $1 billion from the FBI. In a party-line vote, a House Appropriations Subcommittee approved the Commerce, Justice, Science, and Related Agencies Funding Bill for 2024. The legislation goes further than the spending deal reached by Speaker McCarthy and Biden by steering overall funding levels to those seen in 2022 rather than 2023. For the FBI, that means a significant 9% cut in funding. The bill chops discretionary funding for the Bureau from $11.3 billion in the current fiscal year to $10.3 billion. They're sending a note out, and, you know, it's the House that approves these things, so I don't know how they can get that money back now. But I would, if, if it was me, I would have cut 50% and then dealt from there from ABC. Italians outraged after court clears man of groping a teen because the contact was... Under 10 seconds. I dropped my gum on the floor. It's okay. You got a five-second rule. Well, Italy's got a 10-second rule. Italians denounce a court verdict clearing a school janitor of a sexual assault charge for groping a 17-year-old student. Janitor goes up to a student, gropes her, because it only lasted five to 10 seconds. I just don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how you even justify something like that, but whatever. Mail online. San Francisco Walgreens now resorts to chaining their freezers to stop shoplifters in crime-riddled city swiping pizza and ice cream 20 times a day as another branch completely boards up its windows. They've got chains. You look at the picture. It's all chained together. If you want to get ice cream there, you have to go up and ask, and they take the thing, they unchain it, you open it, take out your ice cream, and leave. 
This is, this is progressive America here. Yes. This is what they want. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, who said it? I'll give you a hint because it's hard. I mentioned him once about two and a half months ago. <laughs> the common vice of democracy is disregard for morality. Lord Acton. Okay, now you all remember. Okay, I got a lesser here for you. Let's see if you can figure what he's talking about. In September, the truth is obscured. When the Pope spreads to youth, what's absurd? He'll put Christ on the shelf, on the throne, will be self to avoid a discouraging word. Don't tell about Jesus. Do anything but tell about Jesus. Okay. Well, you know what? It's been one of those weeks. I had a kind of, yeah, I can't say it was a bad week. The whole time that my, my uh, pipes were blown up and I'm having to breathe that gas and tear out walls, I was saying to myself, I wasn't in Fort Myers last September. Okay? Everything in perspective. My house is 75 years old. The pipes are going to go eventually. This is going to be really, really expensive. And it's going to be a lot of work to get the house put back together after these guys get done. But you have to put things in perspective, okay? It's kind of sad for Hedico because it's her last week before she retires, but that happens. Uh, if you put things in perspective, Christ has done the work for you. He died on the cross so that you can be reconciled to God through him. You're the one that's gone out and sinned. You're the ones that, that's done all of the bad things and maybe even some of the things we talked about today, right? And you think, I've been forgiven, because God sent his son to the cross to take the punishment that I deserve. I can't think of a more wonderful thing on this planet. As nice as it is to not have been in Fort Myers last year, those people are still rebuilding. Some of them will never recover from what happened to them. And I'm not worried at all about my pipes. It's inconvenient. I'm very tired. It's been a long week. But I have to tell you, think of what Jesus Christ did for you. And don't carry your burdens any further. Just drop them. If you're mad at somebody, go make up with them. If you've offended somebody, go apologize. All right. This is what we should be doing. Keep that in mind as you go out into the world this week. Okay. A couple ironies and we'll be done. I can't even imagine this, but it's ironic, but it is the epitome of arrogance from the Canadian government. LifeSite News. Canadian Health Agency includes pro-euthanasia slideshow in pension packages to seniors. Yep. Okay, one more. This is a little less weighty. It's very funny. Mail Online. Furious mass brawl breaks out in Kosovo's parliament with MPs throwing punches during a debate on easing tensions in the country. (laughs) Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett, and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.